welcome to another episode of Rolling Imperfection, the podcast for players and game masters to design perfect characters through imperfection. We cover all forms of game design, from interesting and engaging backstory creation to campaign and NPC development. Enjoy, remember to play what you love, and may your characters do something epic. Gather around, gather around. It's time for Rolling Imperfection. It's going to be as... <gasps> A really fun story Yay. time. Hooray. All right. Once upon a time, there were two podcasters. What are you? <laughs> what, are we, what are we even doing here? <laughs> yeah, what have we been doing for over a year now? Uh, two podcasters. <laughs> okay, no, that's screwed up. We're done. Uh, I'm Steve. I'm Kevin. Uh, and this is another episode of Rolling Imperfection, the podcast for role players and GMs for the story driven campaigns. Um, and clearly, I can't tell a story. Um, for story time, <laughs> he does. He does better when he's not trying to do a, you know, a fairy tale. He doesn't read from a lot of scripts. I like. I've recommended don't read from from scripts, and I definitely yeah. take from that one. I usually almost never read from scripts. Um, I hate scripts because every time I write one and I try and read it, I just get frustrated that I can't read my own script. <laughs> well, I'm like, I what mean, was part- I thinking when I wrote this? Why did I write this this way? Oh, well, yeah, that's just the the standard, you know, you write it, you think it's great, you sleep on it, you look at it again, and you're like, what the fuck is this cringe garbage? Um, yep, yep. It, it happens, happens a lot. But yeah, no, we are here. Not talking about cringe scripts. <laughs> we are not talking about cringe scripts, uh, unless we start talking about those Disney remakes, Ooh. but uh, Steve and I haven't had our, our live action Lion King uh, viewing yet. Um, When's that scheduled well, we're for We're never going to have that. We're never going to have no. that. It's not going to happen. No. Oh. No. We're, well, I'm, I'm not even going to bother reviewing that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to anyone that likes that movie, but no, I would. I, I, I don't want to. I like the original Lion King. I don't want to. I don't want to stab it with a knife. <laughs> As it were. Uh, but yeah, we are doing Fables and Fairy Tales today and um i was on the fence i had them as potentially two separate things but honestly i think we could just put them together uh they're they're like colloquially almost the same thing and the things that separate them are really like minor they're just not yeah not that important they both contain like fantastical elements and often have like talking animals and mythical beasts and stuff and that's most of what you need like <laughs> i hate i hate to say it that's the genre <laughs> episode yeah thank you uh this has been uh a rolling imperfection uh shorty quickie both sound dirty hmm. Hmm. i mean i was no, gonna go no. with you know a short story since we we're doing the, the skit of you know like telling a, oh. a story you could have said a short, short story but i mean yeah i guess if you wanted to do an episode 69 version of what it was i guess you could do that Oh God! Okay, no, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna not <laughs> not say the porn title of the fairy tale. I'm not gonna make oh, that no. joke <laughs> right now. Uh, I I can think of at least a couple of ways where that could go, and it's probably not even the one you're thinking of. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. Anyway. Uh, what were we talking about? Fairy tales oh. and fables, or fable should, fairy tales. We should never fable have been episode sixty nine. I think it was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> mistakes were made we can't go back <laughs> we can't go back but uh yeah 
I mean, technically, with the short story thing, you're right. Fables and fairy tales are usually rather short. Uh, so I don't know. It kind of fits in with something I had to say earlier, actually. But yeah, I, I don't think that's necessarily required. After all, we are adapting them for like RPG. We're trying to just break it down for parts, <laughs> kind of. Makes uh, sense, yeah. Yeah. So basically, a fairy tale is essentially something that contains fantastical elements as a broader part of the story. Yes, that's basically all fantasy, with the exception of like <laughs> certain genres of urban or like sort of uh other world or isekai stuff but yeah that's literally how broad fairy tale is uh fable is technically a subsidiary um in a fable you have animals plants legendary creatures inanimate objects forces of nature etc that are given human characteristics and then basically play out a moral which is often directly stated at the end, but sometimes not. <laughs> so they're basically more uh, didactic is, is the word for it. So they, they tell a moral story. So would you say like the lion, the witch and the wardrobe would be more fable than fairy tale? I know that's not exactly a perfect example, but it's the example that I can think of. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. Um, I just don't know that there's a big difference. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it has talking animals. Um, it's definitely trying to teach a lesson. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they are often, and this fits into lying, the lying, yes, to lying the witch and the wardrobe. Um, couldn't even go with the, never mind, never mind. Um, which they are often what are called um, buildings Roman or coming of age stories. My apologies if I mispronounce the, the $10 word. Uh, they're coming of age stories often, so that plays in. But yeah, like I said, it has subgenres. Like we could talk about like beast stories and stuff, but eh, it's not meaningfully different in my opinion. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Look, I'll I'll split some hairs when it comes to like I don't know science fiction, but oftentimes things just overlap, and these just overlap. <laughs> the uh, I don't really have a history here because like. <laughs> do i even need like we they've they're just we've been doing them forever like since yeah. humans probably since before humans we have been doing <laughs> this uh i would almost say potentially before like a lot of language developed like i feel like we we're like acting things out and stuff like doing it by oh, charades like, or writing it as imagery on a wall <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i i think it's literally that old so like <laughs> yeah most of this is is going to be about how to transfer it into rpgs because i think there is kind of the obvious ways and then there's the more subtle ways so the obvious ways are kind of just roll it in you just have some talking animals man um <laughs> you have talking animals they represent human conflicts oftentimes i feel like rpgs are, are a little bit less on the like direct moral thing but if you want to get a little bit more into the theme you have a little bit of a morality play uh and you're done <laughs> you know <laughs> i mean that's aesop's fables um if you want to go for something a little bit more modern i think you can make the argument for like mouse guard or Redwall. 
which is why when you said the short story thing earlier, I'm like, I mean, technically, like, my mouse guard games are just one-offs. Uh, True. <laughs> they, uh, they're rather short, but, you know, kind of fun. And uh, moral is loose there because uh, my character in his mouse guard game didn't learn shit. <laughs> Look, I tried. <laughs> you should have got eaten. Damn, damn he should have gotten damn. eaten and then learned to death. <laughs> he, he... <laughs> Sometimes you got to kill him. <laughs> um, Sometimes you do. If you want that episode, that was way back in episodes 15 and 16 where we talk oh, wow. about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, where we talk about uh, that mouse guard game. And uh, I think we, we, we have some fun with it. Yeah, it, it, it was it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, I think. That's probably the kind of clearest way to just take a part of something and like blend it into one. Uh, I also tend to like them as kind of like supplements, little like tales of warning for characters. So basically you'd put them in as a story that an NPC would tell the players Uh, something, uh, you know, like uh, the 1001 Arabian Nights style stories. Ah, yeah, where you talk about it and then you have the the characters interact or have it relate to kind of something they have to do. So they have to interpret from the story like maybe what's true or what they need to do based on a character not being able to speak completely openly, you know? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the Kami has done this in the past. Uh and we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about L5R in the next one too. But I feel like He's woven in some like tales of the crab. When we went uh, in that game, there is the Shadowlands, which is just filled with horrible monsters. So I'm yep. pretty sure we went and we had some like crabs telling us some like spooky stories and whatnot. Um, it's a it's a good way to make what could be just a simple warning very enthralling. Make it more than just like oh okay, like don't go there. I think in some of his games, he had uh, some like, God, I can't remember what's, what part of the story it was or which one of his campaigns it was, but I could have sworn there was like a dragon character that like we had heard about through like poems and stories and stuff like that on occasion here and there. And they end up actually showing up. And then like we ended up finding out like certain things were true and certain things weren't about like essentially the fairy tale or fable of this character. Yeah, I seem to recall. Wait, did I kill that guy in a duel? Uh, I mean, you did have a duelist. I sure, I certainly hope he gave you the opportunity to kill somebody in a duel. <laughs> oh I no, remember. I definitely killed. I killed a dragon in a duel. I can't remember which oh. dragon. I can't remember if it was that dragon, but I killed the dragon oh, in okay. a duel. <laughs> Good times. I just remember <laughs> uh, he tried to get my character's brother to fight my character in a duel, and um, with our fists, and I ended up beating the crap out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, along the lines of the lion, their entire thing is kind of writing out histories and like collecting stories, you know? True. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it goes a lot. uh, It goes really well with uh, L5R in general, just because like the lion are all about keeping like history records and then the crane are about, you know, like poems and stuff like that. So which are almost like really, really short uh, fables and fairy tales sometimes. Yeah. and then you have like the weird tales that the crab will tell you at a, you know, the table. <laughs> and then yeah, the monks I mean, are just all of, you know, random garbage, mystery, riddle, <laughs> story crap. 
<laughs> so we didn't have very good monks. Uh, I mean, um, Legend of the Five Rings or L5R builds in kind of like fables into its backstory. Uh, we yep. uh, we often when we'd play and when we'd introduce a new player, the Kami would bust out this little like, here's all the five clans and all the five clans are represented by their animals. And uh, kind of the one that uh, most stuck out is uh, <laughs> the scorpion one. Uh, Steve, yeah. you want to you wanna tell that one? I think we've told it before, but it's it's oh, definitely we... fits here. Yeah, I wish I could. I wish I had it written down because then I could actually go over it like properly. But essentially, um, since each of the clans have a uh, like animal or creature motif to them, um, like you have the lion, you have the crab, you have the crane, you have the phoenix, you have um, the uh, the spider. Well, we didn't have a spider clan, but there's there is a spider clan. So there's just like all these different creatures, and there was essentially a story of like the scorpion, who's essentially the shadiest shady group you could possibly have they're the assassins they're the spies um the uh i'm going to like uh uh sneak into your your bed um and uh try and you know get information out of you while uh you know we have uh intimate time uh clan uh because we're all about getting information and you know backstabbing people and such so in bed oh sorry bed. sorry yes. we're not doing we're not doing fortune cookies. no we're not doing fortune cookies yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> um but essentially, they're the they're the the clan most likely to betray you. Uh, so it's all a story about how the scorpion interacts with each of the other creatures. And um, I don't remember all of them, but pretty much it would be like uh, like I think the lion one was literally like uh, the scorpion needed to cross the river, and the lion did as well. Um, and the lion wasn't sure it'd be able to keep its head above water and see the shoreline, so the scorpion offered to ride on its head to guide it along the way but the lion was like no you're going to sting me like like you're going you're going to kill me and the scorpion's like no no i won't because then we'll both die uh i'll drown and then um the lion's like well okay and takes the scorpion with him across the river and then the lion uh is like wait a minute did you just sting me and the scorpion um was uh i can't remember what the scorpion said in that moment but uh, it is the my was nature like wasn't it like something like it is my nature it is my nature. yeah there you go yeah <laughs> it is my nature yeah it's like i can't help it essentially um and then it ends with and then the lion had nothing more to say because the lion was dead <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. but they're all essentially like that it's essentially it's like oh yeah scorpion interacts with the crane and then blah 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 and then the we, the crane had nothing more to say we really need to have the commie on just to yeah. like Full on, he'll do the whole thing, and he tells it really well. Uh, honestly, really like, well, yeah, we we kind of poo pooed scripts earlier, but like, there are some people who can pull off written material, and I, I, he can. I, I think that's one of his strengths. <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think uh, the way he does it is he like knows this stuff really well, so he just like memorizes it. So it's not so much that he has to like read it as he as it is to just like recite it. Um. He, yeah, and we do better with just concepts and kind of reforming them. We know the concept and we can shape it into, you know, whatever thing we need. Maybe not every single little syllable, but basically we said it, yeah. <laughs> ah, add Evil Dead marathons to the list. Uh, <laughs> that list is getting long. Shh, shh. I actually cut that out of the last episode, the list part. <laughs> True. 
But yeah, so that's a great way. Having a cool little story that kind of tells you what a group is about and doing it, especially if it's like, it's like that where it's like talking animals, but it's like really dark. Like, <laughs> I have nothing more to say because he's dead. Yep. <laughs> um, that That's great. That's a good way, especially if it's more of like a lighthearted campaign that has some darker elements. Like, it's a great way to thread it in. And honestly, fairy tales and fables are, are pretty fucking dark. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I, I've heard that. I haven't really read. Uh, any of them but that's like pretty much what i hear about almost all of them is they generally have uh, a darker turn than you'd see in like said disney movie that's related vaguely i to mean them. i mean yeah it's i mean little mermaid steve what happens at the end of little mermaid spoilers for little mermaid um doesn't she get legs and uh, uh marry the prince or something damn straight she gets legs she spreads them sorry god not episode 16 <laughs> I'm in a like state today. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are. But uh, you know what happens in the uh, the Hans Christian Andersen story? No, what happens? She gets dumped and turns into sea foam. What the fuck? Yeah, because she didn't have a soul. <laughs> oh wow. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, it gets um gets rough. Don't don't tell me she was a ginger in the book too. Um, I I don't know. It's like Scandinavian, so like. 30% oh, okay. of the population were gingers. Uh, I don't think they had a thing over there. Okay. Mm. But, uh, yeah. yeah wasn't, uh, wasn't, like, Peter Pan, like, a person that would, like, whisk away children who died in their sleep to, like, the afterlife or something? Isn't that what it was about? Or something? No, Peter Pan's more modern, and I think I think it was, I think it, that ended up fine. I don't know the legend he's based on, though. Oh, that's what I meant, the original legend. But. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, that one's actually based off of a novel. Technically, Beauty and oh. the Beast is also based off of a novel, but I think that one has a preceding story, too. Uh, but you have stuff like uh, the little matchstick girl who just dies. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the three bears, they eat grandma. Oh. It's good times. Or no, they, they eat Goldilocks. Eat Goldilocks, yeah. yeah. And the woodsman has to, like, axe her out of their stomachs. Fairy tales are dark, man. <laughs> And I think that's kind of part of the fascination. I mean, another way to kind of combine them into something is to look at how the like moral has been adapted over time and essentially take it and update it and maybe question that moral or question like what actually happened. So you would have something like uh, Grendel by John Gardner, which is ah, the book's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> not a wholehearted recommendation, but it tells the Beowulf, uh, legend from Grendel's point of view and Grendel's just like, just like chilling, man. Like Beowulf's kind of an asshole. <laughs> I mean, he's an asshole in the original story too, but so a reframing or a questioning or having a creature be more sympathetic. Like these are very much more modern takes on fairy tales that are often more interesting, you know? Yeah. I mean, heck, uh, even in Disney movies, uh, the one I think I've only seen. No, I've seen I've seen two. Uh, the live action remakes, uh, the Beauty and the Beast one gives Gaston like a more sympathetic backstory. Gaston, so, really? Yeah, Gaston. He has PTSD. Ah, uh, yeah. what? Uh, I don't know. One of those like French wars or something. Oh, okay. Huh. I, I I should. We love you, French listeners. Um, <laughs> we know you exist, actually. 
um, specifically. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's definitely a thing. There's also, you know, just the basic Disney thing of trying to make them more real, trying to make them play out with characters uh, that are more relatable and with a more fleshed out story. And I think that definitely works. You know, Disney has only made like billions, trillions of dollars doing that since like the 30s. <laughs> so True, true. Yeah, there's also, if I can recommend a uh, comic, Fables uh, by Bill Willingham. It is sort of like a modern update where just all the fairy tale creatures live in hiding and have like this society. And it's it's pretty good. Like it it just introduces them all. It tell it like tells updates of their stories. Like I'm pretty sure Snow White in that one is like divorced and like hates the prince and stuff. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, so it it's something that that can definitely be played with. And the story itself has elements right that you can take right you can have the beast in the castle kidnap the girl and then just change it from there you know yeah true great now now charlotte's gonna get kidnapped um. <laughs> <laughs> i mean don't take a hiatus from my game true <laughs> now he's gonna run a game while i'm like out or something um. mm, maybe <laughs> But yeah, um, I actually had a, a very uh, very recent reminder. As far as genre blending, uh, episode coming soon, you can pretty much fit fairy tales into just about anything, as we've mentioned, right? You can have yeah. them occur in space with aliens. We just mentioned making them more modern, fleshing them out, having the literal characters appear in modern times and telling their real story. I like the idea of doing like a horror or like an extra dark version of uh, the fairy tales, but. Oh, Steve, that's what I was just about to say. Oh, really? <laughs> There's a more fairy tale arc of Berserk, the manga. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, with like elves and fairies and stuff. And like, it's been a long time. Like, we need to read Berserk. <laughs> Me reread you. You just once read because I think uh, you've only seen like the anime. Uh, no, we've been over this. I haven't even seen the anime. I haven't seen oh, seen or read any of it. I I I've seen pictures of people like going, "Oh my god!" But it wasn't wasn't accessible for me to to watch it in any way. I wasn't either able to find it. Uh, back when it wasn't like something that you could just like go to a DVD store and rent or buy. Um, I couldn't even find it like online for, for download to watch or, you know, through any of those sites, there's just no way for me to access it. Oh, uh, not, I actually don't know how you guys got it, but not that we endorse any, uh, any piracy. No, we totally, totally do not. Right, Steve. Arr, oh, wait, sorry. <coughs> uh, no, we don't. True. True. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I just read the manga. Um, I actually am not sure I've ever oh. seen anything more than the first, golden age movie which i hear is like the worst one and it was real bad um, <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like uh people were getting all excited when they had the like the remake of berserk uh the anime and that i could have watched but i decided not to so i was just like i do not like this 15 frames per second uh 3d animation style like i hate it so much it looks awful i don't know why people continue to make it they've been, they've done it for like fist of the nurse star and like a couple other like old shows and I'm just like stop just please stop. That's just from me. what I hear 
of that one, you would have had to have watched all the movies and you would have still missed like a lot of the manga. Yeah, like five or yeah. six volumes of the manga because they skip the first part and I think they skip an arc after the Golden Age saga. So, yeah. And then that one ends halfway through a different arc. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is a good one, uh, especially for like that one's that one's really dark fantasy. Uh, <laughs> and hey, have have your uh, freaky fairy tales. Have them be like terrifying. Add some See, cosmic horror. Uh, isn't like um, man, it's been so long since I've seen it, but isn't like uh, Pan's Labyrinth kind of like a dark uh, fairy tale fable ish? Yeah, that one is with a little bit of realism too. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, it's it's magical realism with like fairy tale elements because it's got like Italian fascism and a but that movie has a bunch of stuff going on. Honestly, any Guillermo del Toro thing almost <laughs> the Hellboy movies have it more in the second than the first. Um, even like uh, The Shape of Water has some. I really like. His vampire movie. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Yes, I'm now looking. <laughs> Kronos, Spanish language vampire movie that's really good. And that one even has some like fairy tale ish vampire stuff. So, yeah. Before we end, is there anything else you want to add? Like, uh, like maybe some like small thematic things that you can add to it. Like, one thing I was thinking of, which, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, cause I don't really read fables or fairy tales but isn't like having like a creature like a mythical creature or monster or demon or whatever it may be um be like specifically named and have either like a humanized name or have like uh like a strange name where it's like oh it's the this beast and it's got like a weird sounding name isn't that kind of like iconic to fables and fairy tales or am i wrong about that no i think Generally, it's just like the animal in um, a lot of it, but there are certain like weird things. Actually, what what springs to mind first is Alice in Wonderland, which is sort of like an uh, a an, a weird update to like fairy tales, uh, where it has like the Jabberwock and stuff like that. Yeah, and the Cheshire Cat. Yeah, yeah, it's it definitely has a lot of like. I mean, it's, it is a lot of world building and just like weird scenarios too. like who just has like a tower that they build to like put a girl in. So then she has to like grow her hair long to like even get into it. Like who who does that? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's um, the absurdity to, to it, which makes it really go really well with things like uh, uh, especially like Cthulhu-esque horror and whatnot. Um, yeah, like that, that one. I think the original story has like there were rose bushes around it because it starts with a stealing of a rose or something like that and then like someone gets really messed up by like being scraped by the rose bushes uh <laughs> that sounds familiar but maybe i'm just thinking of like art of either that or a different disney movie because i know that there was a disney movie that had a bunch of like like a thorn wall of some sort maybe i'm thinking was it snow white what had it i don't remember no you're thinking sleeping beauty was it sleeping oh it was sleeping beauty yeah you're sleeping right. beauty yeah. it was sleeping beauty yeah you're, yeah, either that or um, the the one that shall not be named. I don't even know which one you're referring to, so I guess it will not be named. Otherwise, <laughs> I would name it and say, fuck it. <laughs> uh, it's um, more challenging, I thought. Me having blank out. Really bad. Is it not on? Song of the South. I've heard of that. I didn't know that was a Disney film. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's the Splash Mountain one. 
Splash Mountain. I, I, not ring any bells. <laughs> Splash Mountain at Disneyland, the water slide one. Um, I mean, I've ridden that ride, patch. but I don't. I didn't know that was related to anything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one movie that uh that Disney doesn't like to talk about because it's super racist. Oh. oh. <laughs> I may not. Have, may, I may not have even seen it. Who knows? Yeah, I think they're updating it to a uh, Princess and the Frog ride. Oh, huh. Yeah. Um, you were asking me about like more thematic. Yeah, things. like other things you can do, like like theme wise, to make it like really feel like a fairy tale or any other like. It's like naming, you know, having like a unique name for each of your your creatures, and just just being like, oh yeah, there's a whole, I guess like species of this creature it's usually not usually it's like this is the only one this is the thing yeah (laughs) i mean you're often dealing with like earlier concepts so something like uh it makes me think of the spider totem from spider-man uh (laughs) where there's like these totem animals that give powers to people and it like use the radioactive spider bite to give spider-man powers uh but like Fables and fairy tales often just have like, oh, to solve this, you need to go talk to like that god or that demon that's who's who's like over there. Enjoy your trip. <laughs> like you're gonna run into some weird shit. So yeah, having just you know, gods or demons who like to just chill, generally pretty relaxed, often with a uh, ulterior motive, often get tricked. Someone honestly, someone's getting tricked in like most of these. <laughs> um, often. They're also about, um, especially with like Aesop's fables, they're like trying to explain things. So I think it'd be a cool idea to just have it be like, and then that's how they got, you know, wings or that's how they got this kind of stories can be really cool too. Like that's you find your like, mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we're not going, no, not that. Oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. They could, but <laughs> you could. It'd be a really weird story, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they find out how, you know, how the fairies got their wings, and then one of your characters like goes through the process and like gets wings or turns into a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we briefly mentioned it earlier too, but don't uh, a lot of fairy tales often uh like involve like some of the current uh major events of that time that they were written. So like you mentioned, I forget where, uh, where it was mentioned, but you mentioned like, um, like the depression and stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of everything has a little bit of its time in, in it, but (laughs) I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're often spawned out of like entertainment during like a struggle to survive, you know? Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's mostly it that I can think of at least anyway, because I mean it's pretty, um, pretty straightforward. I I, I feel, um, in terms. I of mean, the I theme. guess, I guess we can also mention like magical items. Oh you yeah, have, that's like, very true. The huh? Enchanted yeah. mirror. You have um the magical shoes, stuff like <laughs> those are really fun. I mean, D and D just has magical items anyway, but true. these are often a little bit more like specifically tied to like a person or. A place, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, D&D does have some items that are, like, uh, so-and-so's boots or so-and-so's cape or whatnot. But, like, those are just, like, a guy's name on an item that was used by them that does something. It's not really, like, weird or fantastical. 
I feel like for fairy tales and fables, it's usually like something like really bizarre. Um, also, you usually like meet the person. <laughs> yeah, true. You're like, oh, this is so and so's thing, and then you like, you know, and then the wicked witch, witch of the west shows up and is like, "Those are my fucking shoes, bitch. Get your own." <laughs> oh, uh, I think um, it it'd be better to lean more towards like the magic items that you would uh, see or hear about in like Harry Potter than it would be the ones that are in like the D&D. Would you agree? Those are a little bit more like mysterious or unique or strange. Um, I mean, they're definitely more connected to actual figures in the story who you can mm, like meet true. their relatives. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Harry Potter definitely does a lot of weaving in of like legends as like trials. Um, they have the Cerberus one. Uh, that's the one that stands mm. out like specifically. So yeah, I mean, I mind I mind fairy tales and stuff for for plot ideas on occasion. <laughs> I mean, oh, I ran okay. a ran a whole session based off of you know the Snow Queen one. Yep. <laughs> as a treat for our friend Kay, because I was like, I could run a Frozen episode, and I believe <laughs> that one was our first. Christmas episode, yes. Episode 22, Making Merry Memories. Hmm. So, yeah, that one I literally like took the story, pulled elements, made a couple of magic items, which I guess I will link in the, sh- the description of this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, yeah, we had, um, basically I put like adaptations of the characters in the story and kind of had them use different elements of the story to make different challenges on their journey to go meet my adaptation of the Snow Queen, who I made more sympathetic because of Frozen. So, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it was still difficult to trust her. It was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, she became a recurring character, actually. Yeah. And you never trusted her. No, I didn't. No, of course not. I was like, no. It's like that uh, that meme gif. It's like, that. That's bait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Batman, you never trusted anyone, so. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, my character archetype that I'm just a little shit. I feel like that, that's my character archetype. I mean, <laughs> NPC me's are, are often not nice, so. <laughs> I mean, you did get Trung to kill you in Burrito Land. Like, hey, really hey early that, on. That, was, that was his fault. He knows what he did. <laughs> I'm going to cast right. Death Hand on him. I didn't realize he would die. It's called Death Hand. What did you expect? <laughs> death in the name. So, until next time, play what you love, and may your characters do something epic happily ever after. Yay. This is weird. Like, you started telling the story, and like, I know the story. <laughs> Well, hey, it's like a fairy tale, you know, like it started out where I was the adult and you were the child and then now it's somehow it's reversed. I'm the child and you're the adult. Weird twist of fate fairy tale. True. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you have any comments, questions, interjections, queries, notes, formal challenges, or suppositions, please email us at roimperfection at gmail.com that's r-o-i-m-p-e-r-f-e-c-t-i-o-n at symbol g-m-a-i-l dot com or follow us on twitter at roimperfection 
or Instagram search ROImperfection. You can also visit our website at ROImperfection.com. If you enjoyed our work, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week, everybody.